Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon and welcome to the COB, everything you need to know in the day in business and markets. I'm Kyle Rodder with, uh, well, my wing woman as always, Danny Aki. I missed Absolutely. you yesterday, Danny. It was all, all by myself. I, oh, I didn't know what to do. Oh, you're lonesome. Yeah, exactly. I should have come in just especially for the COB. Well, for future reference, if you wouldn't mind, so that would be very, very <laughs> nice. But um, let's take a look at the market because we're in a good mood and, well, investors are Ooh. in a slightly better mood than what they were over the last three or four days, up 0.77% for the session. So obviously, it's still been tough over the last three or four days, Danny, but absolutely. Um, I suppose any recovery has to start somewhere and one hopes that perhaps it's today. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we might run through the sectors, but very much buying in those uh, major sectors, materials and banks, which of course will move the index because they occupy, well, combined financials and materials and like almost 50% of the index, but also REITs were on a tear, but we might get to that later. We certainly will. And um, we'll make it might be a good way to segue into our three themes for the day. And um, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> three an themes. That's It is an oldie. I got it from my father. Um, but uh, let's get to the three themes, shall we? There we are. Uh, Breaking Bad, we had four days in, in a row of, yep. well, um, some pretty sluggish trading and mm. we've managed to finish higher. Uh, but how are you feeling? It's um, a question that we have to ask all of our, <laughs> ourselves at the moment. Uh, sentiment. Uh, data out today, the weekly uh, ANZ Roy Morgan figures. Yes. A little better than expected. Well, not better than sweet, better than last week, but still showing that, um, well, households remain in the doldrums. Correct. And that's really sums it up, doesn't it? It's still running at very, very, you know, below average levels. Yeah. So Subpar. I, think, I can't remember. There were two surveys and my brain's got a little bit confused as to, you know, right. well, no, as in, you know, because um, in terms of insolvencies, they're running back to levels since 2015. And I can't remember, I think, Consumer confidence was that back to levels in the nineteen ninety? I think it was, it was. It was the longest streak below an eighty reading. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's longest longest streak below eighty in thirty two years. Well, there so you it's go. The Seventeen consecutive readings that we've been below eighty. Yeah. And that hasn't yeah. happened since the recession that we had to have. Exactly. Uh, although so I've been told anyway, I wasn't there to, to have it myself. Um, last but not least, finger licking good. Uh, I had to chuck that in there because apparently we all like to eat KFC. In a recession. Oh, a sorry, res- we don't have a recession yet. No, 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 <laughs> no not, not yet. Not yet, but uh, we'll wait and see. But um, well, even though, yeah, I mean, different stages throughout the year, Collins Foods or KFC, you're whacking cabbage on your uh, Zinger burgers. Didn't seem to matter particularly much. People still... Uh, pretty happy um, chowing down on some fried chicken. I was telling somebody, I remember when KFC came to Australia. Indeed, okay. And it was very exciting. It came to Double Bay in the eastern suburbs and that was exciting. You know, in the, in the 70s when I was very young, we would go until, oh, they won't like me if I say this, but there was a scare that it was rabbit and then they went through a little bit of a lull. But my point of the whole thing is, is that a lot of people trade down mm-hmm. to the likes of Kentucky Fried Chicken as opposed to going out to a restaurant. It's like, let's get KFC, have a movie at home. 
Yeah. It's a lot cheaper, so mum or dad doesn't have to cook. Yeah, and we'll continue to trade down to rabbit. Apparently, things get really tough. But, um, don't say that. They don't won't like that. me. They no. won't like you. Or they, my, my uh, grandmother said they used to wash the chickens in turpentine. That's, that's what they used to tell me. So I know we're not getting KFC. They wash the chickens in turpentine. I don't know why she used to tell me that. Um, anyway, so to there we go. To get the feathers out. Um, is that right? I have no idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that to Colin's food if they have actually agreed to come on now, which um, well, if we keep going like this, probably not. Um, but uh, let's get to the, the sectors of the day, shall we? Here are the banks. You spoke uh, about that, Danny. Uh, yep. We can't go anywhere uh, without their support and uh, some broad-based strengths there, a bit of a bounce again. Absolutely. And uh, if one was a cynic, uh, one would just remind everybody that um, financial year end is on Friday. So Mm -hmm. there might be a little bit of what's called window dressing. We'll have to wait and see over the next few days. And we'll pick that topic up in a second, I think. But um, let's go to the miners miners now as well. Another bounce. Let's see where these names are sitting because, well, I mean, they're off their lows, to, to, to be fair. Um, so not that uh, the entire China trade has been unwound, but it's probably lost a little bit of momentum. Totally. I'm going to back towards 22 bucks. That's yep. um, nothing to sneeze, sneeze at necessarily. Um, we're also actually seeing some continued strength through the gold miners as well. Yep. So um, after the events of the weekend, that seems to have supported perhaps at the margins gold, yep. uh, I speculate. Um, also topical energy. Yep. Mixed, but collectively higher for the day. So those cyclical areas of the market, you know, bouncing back just a little bit. Absolutely. And I have to correct myself because I said the other day, Woodside Energy is predominantly gas and Dumbo here forgot that they'd bought all the BHP oil assets. Oh, yes. So you can no longer say that. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't correct you, so obviously I didn't uh, know any better either. But um, there you go. That's um, just a correcting the record there on, on the COV. Um, but let's get across some of those uh, corporate stories of the day. We already spoke about Collins Foods. I don't yep. know how uh, deeply you dug into the numbers, but on the surface, if you looked at them um, just from the report, they weren't great year over year, down 70% in terms of net profit. I think revenues were up 14%. Yep. Um, I don't know, do you feel like this is one of those situations that we've just aired so much of the bad news that Correct. the bar set low and off we go? Yeah, a couple of people commenting today, just so much of the narrative about being a discretionary retailer mm-hmm. and it's all going to be horrendous. So really a case of one needs to look under the hood and be really to, to separate, separate out because not all the businesses are the same. So uh, I think some people felt not as bad as expected. Indeed, okay. And uh, it, we'll get to the leaders and laggards at the end, but Collins Food's certainly on there. Uh, Sonic is another name that we wanted to have a look at just because it did Acquisition, acquire, didn't they? It did. Uh, a, a Swiss company. Um, so this is obviously a yearly chart there. You can see but the stock was up about 2% by the end of the day. So investors welcoming that news. I think it was for a purchase or the value was for uh, value of the purchase, I should say. It was around $167 million if mm-hmm. My uh, memory serves me Synlab well. Synlab they bought. Synlab, there you go. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can perhaps confirm the number for us, but I think it was about 167. I'm just trying to find the number. No, I think it was around about that. But nevertheless, right. it, it, investors welcome that news. And um, Star Farmer, you're saying that um, sometimes a, uh, well, perhaps investor favourite, um, also in the news today? Yeah, I just want to check that because I did read earlier that they um, have, yeah, they're off about 10%. So one of their clinical right. trial updates has uh, effectively been halted. And uh, so I think it was off a lot more earlier on. But uh, yeah, a voluntary partial clinical hold has been implemented on a trial in which Star Pharma technology is used. And uh, it is whatever AZD, etc monotherapy or in combination with patients with advanced hematology, hematological malignancies. 
anyway. So that is obviously not a positive for that company. It would seem so. Um, and last but not least, we did want to talk about the REITs because uh, the, some in the news today, at least in New South Wales, around development and construction, I don't know if that had any sort of bearing on the share price necessarily, but um, it was something that I, I know that you were sort of mentioning quite a lot in the newsroom today. Yeah, I, I, there was a bit of a combination. So I was just interested to note that uh, yields on Aussie bonds have actually dropped today, which is interesting because the Aussie dollar is actually quite strong. But also Premier Mins in New South Wales is putting in place legislation to make it easier for developers to go 30% higher in buildings that are $75 million and above as long as they subsidise, um, I think it's about 15% of the homes in those buildings. Right. So clearly um, very much aimed at trying to alleviate all these housing shortages, which apparently we have. Although I'm not convinced, but we were discussing that earlier. I hear you screaming across the room, not in my backyard, Mims. And, 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 and well, not in heritage course. areas, no. You can't, <laughs> you can't start knocking over 150-year-old terraces in the oldest part of Sydney. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, some, some editorial there and uh, always welcomed, of course. Um, but uh, last but not least, the, the stock that we do want to look at was uh, Medibank. Oh, okay. Um, also yep. in the news today. Government just around, intervention. Yeah, with, uh, with APRA um, yeah. needing to put some capital aside. And this is sort of a bit of an extension from that cyber attack that it experienced last year. So um, obviously topical for all businesses. I think it was a theme there for a little while in the ASX that everyone was scrambling to make sure that there are, well, I suppose risk management around these things was up to scratch because yep. while well, there was a few that succumbed, or at least Australian businesses that, uh, that succumbed to cyber attacks, but um, obviously now we're seeing a little bit of a fallout, Medibank um, experiencing that today. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So uh, that was, in fact, our stock of the day. So let's listen to what our guest had to say about Medibank. Showing a returning uh, negative. 0.1% a year, so let's say no growth, no return, zero. Yeah. So why would you buy it? Mm. Now, if you want to get a 10% return, which by the way, 10% uh, is not a really high return, particularly in an environment where we've got 6% inflation, you, you couldn't pay more than $2.90 for it at the moment. It's currently three fifty-eight. So it, it would have to go down you know, quite, a, quite a ways to be able to even get a 10% return. So I have zero interest in it. It's a mediocre company. Um, a bit of a nervous market at the minute, particularly coming to year end. There's a lot of worries, you know, over macroeconomics, um, you know, the consumer. The one thing we know is that, you know, health insurance like this, it will be steady. Um, you'll get your government mandated three to four percent increase every year and it'll, it'll tick along. Um, I agree with Mark. Though. I think the market's paying too high a price for that defensiveness. Um, you know, it's about 20 times earnings. I think it's a sort of business you'd like to probably buy about 15 times earnings. Um, if you equate that to the dividend yields, about four percent, you'd probably like to see that get up towards five, five and a bit. Okay, so I got the sense Mark didn't like it very no, much. No, no. Um, mediocre company, he, he called it. Yeah. Um, but Luke was a little bit more... Yeah, um, he was well, lukewarm at these levels. Yeah. Shall we just put it that way? <laughs> so nobody racing to buy the stock at the moment. Indeed, and I suppose today's news don't, doesn't give you any sort of reason to necessarily buy in, I guess. But uh, nevertheless, let's get to our guest for the next 10 minutes or so. Martin Craig from Shore and Partners joins us at the desk, as he does every Tuesday almost anyway. Uh, Martin, great to have you. Um, Good to be here, Carl. Much of a view on Medibank by any chance. It was our stock of the day. No, not one I really get excited about. I think if you're going to be in insurance, you want to be in general insurance or one of the brokers. 
because the um, the rate cycle's hardening, as they as they call it, which means basically you have to pay more for your insurance. Mm. So we like QBE, we like Suncorp, and I think if you're in the small and mid caps, you probably buy the Steadfast and Os Brokers and these guys mm. who get the uplift from the insurance premium without all the underwriting and investment risk that goes with it. So they're very popular in the small cap uh, managers. They really love those stocks at the moment, but health insurance just can't get excited by it. Mm. No, indeed. But let's shift now to uh, manufacturing PMIs. Have we got some flash PMI data out for? I think we've got a chart there in terms of um, some data. Do we have that chart? Yeah, so the early reporter, so this flash PMI comes out before the end of the month. Right. And it comes out for the US, Japan, uh, Australia, Eurozone, France, Germany, and the UK. So not every country, but that comes out like, you know, a week before the end of the month. And it's usually a pretty good indicator as what the rest of the PMI, obviously China and other countries come out later. I think China comes out on Friday. Um, but it's just giving us an indication that manufacturing activity slowed appreciably mm. uh, this month. Um, and so we had a blip in, in global um, manufacturing activity as China was coming out of lockdown. That kind of dragged the rest of the world with it. But just the, the data on Friday was horrible. Then we had the German IFO data out last night, which is another survey of business expectations, and that plummeted as well. So Germany looks really sick, and that's mm. everyone says, well, who cares about Germany? But it's a big exporter to China. Mm. So a big auto exporter, mm. big um, you know, high precision engineering, mm. that sort of stuff. So a lot of that stuff's done in Germany. So it's kind of a window into China. Mm. Um, and look, Xi Jinping came out today and said he's pretty confident they'll get their target. Well, you know, of course, they always get their target because they make the numbers up. <laughs> but um, but we, we basically got this, um, I suppose, corroborating evidence that China's slowing mm. in, in the German numbers as well. So just this sort of um, you know, down leg that everyone's expecting in earnings look like, looks like it's going to happen. Even though we've had a couple of stocks in the past 24 hours that have beaten on expectations mm. in Australia, being Metcash and, uh, and Collins Food, it does look like it's another leg down in, in global activity. It certainly does. Yeah, so just on that, um, I suppose, uh, tying the, the Metcash and the Collins Food story into mm. things because, you know, obviously we're all feeling uh, reasonably cautious when it comes to anything exposed to, to Australian households. Yeah. I mean, is there any signal to infer from these results, uh, perhaps? I mean, for years, analysts didn't worry, have to worry about inflation in their financial models, right? Because right. there wasn't any. So you didn't have to split out volume and price. Uh, you just had sales going up by five or sales going up by 10. You didn't really care how they got there. I think in the current environment, sp- uh, stripping out volume and price is really important. So Metcash, for example, IGA, which is their supermarket chain, had 2% like-for-like sales growth. Fantastic. There's 8% food inflation. Mm. So that means the volumes are going back by 6%. Mm. So unless you think food inflation is going to stay at plus 8, then the volumes are going to fall away. Um, KFC, first seven weeks of this year... I think their revenues up 12, but prices are up 15. Mm. So volumes are down. And again, it's this way, okay, the price goes up, I need to buy less Zinger burgers. And it's like, put that in your model. Unless you think KFC can stick their prices up by 15% a year, it means the earnings are probably going to be lower next year rather than higher. And yet the stock's up 20% today. Mm. So it's like analysts looking at, oh, well, that's a beat. There's much higher revenue than I thought there would be. I better upgrade. But you've got to look through it and look through price and volume. So they're giving completely different messages. And all the data we're seeing, so I think I showed last week the ANZ card spending. I think NAB produced their card spending. 
uh, ComBank produced their um, monthly card spending data. They're all showing the same thing, which which is Aussies yeah. have stopped spending. In fact, consumption is probably lower than it was a year ago. Mm. So we've got a retail sales number on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That doesn't look like it's going to be a good number. So we've got mm. inflation tomorrow and then retail trade on, on Thursday. And that's going to feed into the RBA next week, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're softer numbers, we might see a pause. If they're higher numbers, we might see a hike. Yeah, and we've got the inflation, the monthly inflation yeah, that's for out May tomorrow. out tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I was chatting to someone today saying, well, A, you can't put too much store in it because no, it doesn't it include services. Yeah, yeah, and also to the year-on-year comparisons, you know, cause distortions. Yeah. But he was thinking about 6% for May yeah. versus 6.8 in April. Yeah, which looks like a great result because look how fast inflation's coming down. Mm. But we just saw from last month inflation actually ticked up and everyone thought it would tick down. Mm. So as you said, Danny, there's lots of volatility in that number. It's a new time series. It's not mm. one they've been doing for a long time. So there's lots of forecasting error in it. But people are still going to read a lot into it either way. Okay. That um, point on margins you made is so important because I know in the US companies, um, companies like Procter & Gamble, all those really, really big companies, they've been talking that you know they've been able to put up their prices so much mm. to boost their margins but at some point yeah the the consumer just goes eh, and it's yeah. not going to happen so there's a real question mark i think going into those quarterly u.s earnings mm. of whether those so-called defensive stocks yeah that have benefited can just keep on doing that and how the cost side of the equation because you're right for years analysts didn't even think about costs yeah, yeah yeah well most most analysts don't model costs a because they're hard b you don't get enough information and it's just a, a much uh, you know easier heuristic just to say right what's the ebitda margin yeah i'll just forecast the ebitda margin and if you look at most financial models of analysts in in the market Margins miraculously go up every year. <laughs> oh, we're back into to that the, one into the future. Yeah, five percent <laughs> compound growth and a one or two percent margin gain, and you get ten percent EPS growth. That's that's your model, right? You used to be an analyst. Yes, right? I used to have had that conversation. How much did I put it up? Oh, 10 percent, ten percent. That's right, because you always do. So, so I think there's a case to say. You know, if, if your revenue is going up by 10, then your costs are probably going up by 10 or more in this environment, yeah. which means no margin growth. And if you can't pass your uh, costs on like KFC managed to do, mm. then you're going to be wearing lower margins, much lower margins. Lower and profits. I don't think that's mm. in people's forecasts. Interesting. Um, we were having a bit of a joke before about what might be driving some of the price action at the moment. Obviously, we've had the 3 or 4% decline. You know, we throw out our cliches. It's tax loss selling. Mm. You know, now we're, we're sort of window dressing, perhaps. Um, any kind of rationale around how you're sort of seeing uh, the market behaviour over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, it's, it's been an incredibly strong June. It was up kind of 4 or 5% at one stage. It's given a lot of that back. Mm. Yeah, there's a bit of tax loss selling, but I don't think that's as big an issue as no. it is overseas because mm. I don't think retail investors are a bigger part of the market as they are overseas and less focused on, on tax loss selling. But um, that's definitely a case in small caps. We haven't really seen small caps participate in the rally. It's like today. It's like the banks, it's the insurer, insurers, it's 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 uh, CBA, Woolworths and, and the miners. Mm. They're the, they're, that's where all the flow is. That suggests it's institutional money. Mm. So I think a lot of investors are probably been sitting there going, look, I probably don't want to be this underweight going into um, uh, 30th of June because I don't want to signal to my investors that I'm super, super bearish. Um, I probably just need to increase my weights a bit. So it feels a little bit like some institutional cash flow that's going to the market. But you know, outside of that is that um, you know the the sentiment's still pretty pretty negative out there amongst the investors. It's interesting. Makes indeed. sense. Yeah, Martin, really appreciate your insights as always. We'll do it again soon. Martin Crabbe from Shore and Partners. 
Okay, let's get to the leaders and the laggards. And uh, here are the leaders. We spoke about Collins Foods. Actually, just really tracked highs um, progressively throughout the day. Um, I mean, when I checked doing one of the crosses this morning, it was sort of single digit, single digit gains. Maybe short covering. Who yeah. knows? Well, there you go. So up 17%. That's um, you know, a tidy little uh, return, one day return if you're on the right side of things. Um, Fortescue. Up, we said before, um, in sympathy with the rest of the miners, near $22 per share. Now, Ingenia Center and GBT, um, I yep, can hear you trust. frantically uh, clicking away. No, no, That's I, was part just, of the, the I was just curious to see how much Collins Food had actually been sold down, but it's not, not as bad as some of the others. Uh, yeah, no, obviously Center Group and uh, GPT are on a bit of a tear there. Which is interesting because, yeah, maybe they're just people feel... There was a transaction over in New York overnight where a major building sold at a price that was better than expected. And I think Mm. it was an A-class rated um, building in a great position in Manhattan. I'm just thinking maybe some people have extrapolated out that the discounts that we've seen that some people are putting in for office commercial property are like fully now like discounted in these share prices and some bottom fishes are coming in. Okay, that's an interesting insight. So that's, um, well, maybe one reason why the, the, the REITs were performing rather well today. Um, let's look at the laggards, shall we? And just see who makes Betty it. Bank oh, Private. There we go. Um, stock of the day, oh, down 4.6%. That just like resources oh, just continues to, yeah. to disappear from grace, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's just uh, yeah total um, total capitulation, I suppose. Where, where was it? it was eighty cents uh, when I think we were it got over a dollar at it was one over stage? A buck, was it? Yeah, because yeah. it did have that day. It was about thirty percent lower, and another day it was sort of fifteen yeah. or twenty. So it continues to slide. We spoke about Capricorn Metals today, didn't we? We did. We put the moz on it by the sounds of things. <laughs> Down 2.9%. The, uh, the oh, well, some brokers like it. They like the fact that they have quality management, etc. But, you know, these gold miners can move around pretty easily on yeah. not much news, can't Yeah, and they? It's, a, it's an explorer, isn't it, you said? So yeah, these, yeah, yeah they're moving to production. Yeah. Um, okay, and Medibank Private, like we said, down 4.6%. So let's get to the small cap laggards, uh, leaders and laggards, I should say, starting with the leaders. And um, there we go. Um, nothing that really sort of jumps out to me. Retail food, I don't know if that's <laughs> perhaps in sympathy with um, Collins food. I, I wouldn't have a clue. Um, but uh, nevertheless, IDOM, let's just see if um, I can get any news on that because 35% is always something worth tapping away at to see if we can find any news. And uh, nothing here. Um, I'm sure there's something below the surface going on. 35% is fairly significant. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps we'll uh, push on, just go through the laggards as well. Uh, for the small cap space, and um, let's have a look there. Ah, Cecil. We did yeah. actually we had a chat with Cecil last week. Right. So don't know any of those. Uh, off by seventeen point three percent, and um, some of those other names fairly um, frequent on that list, but ones that um, yeah. Well, there you go. If you're in it, you're in it. There you know. Now you know. Right. Okay. Let's get to uh, what's coming up, mm-hmm. shall we? In the next twenty four hours or so, starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this evening, ECB ah. President Lagarde speaks. That might be reasonably interesting. In fact, we've got like a panel discussion coming up in the next couple of days with um, Jay Powell will be there. Um, I think uh, Yes, he's speaking be, tonight uh, as well. Is that tonight, is it? Yeah, that, I that believe so. That whole panel so. discussion, it's, it's yep. this evening. 
Uh, okay, there you go. And we've got Canadian CPI, which will be quite important probably because, um, you know, we're not dissimilar our economies and obviously the um, Canadian central bank was quicker to move on interest rate rises than we were. Yeah, and they yeah. paused and then they stopped pausing as well. So a little bit yeah. like us. So yeah. we'll keep an eye on that because, again, another economy that's seeing sticky inflation, durable goods in the United States. So uh, CB, consumer confidence as well. Um, tomorrow, though, it will all be about CPI yeah. locally. Um, that's, of course, the monthly indicator. And it's uh, expected, at least on the data I've seen, for an increase of 6.1%. Right. That'll be down by 6.8%. But as we noted before with none, um, it is a fairly difficult to predict and volatile little read, although it has been informing, um, obviously, markets as well as policy decisions, it would seem, because it has been um, you know, mentioned in RBA minutes over the last few months as well, something that they're keeping an eye on. Um, Circo IGM, that's that's the best I could find. Fair enough. When it comes for, to, to corporate news. But then we get uh, more US earnings soon. It's basically US earnings season again. Yeah, it'll this start week. up. Is, is this week or next week? Well, it's basically, when I see Nike It starts drop, with the banks. Well, it normally does. That's, and yeah. that's not for another couple of weeks. But when I see yeah. Nike come through, that's kind of like the you know, cloud on the horizon, like, oh, it's going to get busy. Oh, indeed. Well, so it will nice, get busy nice on again. Thursday. And, you know, that's always a consumer bellwether as well. Absolutely. And yeah. also, too, about China. Yeah, okay. So we'll have something yeah. to look forward to there when um, Nike drops results in a couple of days' time. But, um, well, in the meantime, we may as well call it there. We've uh, finished up 0.77%, as you can see on your screen. And the ASX 200, following the match out, is finished, has finished, I should say, as I just wait for that to uh, generate on my laptop, uh, up by 0.56%. So slightly more modest, 7118. Mm. There you go. Still nothing to sneeze at. A little bit of a late sell-off into the close, but uh, nevertheless, better than what we've had recently. Danny, let's get going. Remember, you can catch up on all the news interview and interviews on your website mm-hmm. and app. We will see you tomorrow morning. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.